0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. How about them LSU Tigers, baby? Western Michigan thinks they could just come on in, drive in on a Greyhound bus, and beat the Tigers? Not going to (laughs) happen. Not going to happen As the LSU Baseball Tigers sweep the Western Michigan Broncos this past weekend, we'll break that down uh, here tonight, uh, as it is a really good opening weekend for Jay Johnson and company. Glad to see. Obviously, I think the biggest news for everybody uh, was excited to see yesterday and early this morning that Tommy Tanks, um, aka Tommy White, will be okay and look like he will play Uh, this week or this upcoming week, I don't know if he'll be able to go on Tuesday. Uh, we will find that out here tonight as Matt Trent joins us from WBRZ at seven o'clock. Uh, he had the, the exclusive with Jay today, um, after the game. And I know that they were going back and forth on some baseball talk and things like that. So we'll ask Matt Trent from WBRZ what's going on with Tommy tanks, um, here tonight, but a great weekend Paul Skeens looked good. Now you see why Riley Cooper, the big lefty, throwing, I think, his last pitch with fastball was at 92 miles an hour. Uh, why he started on Saturday. Chase Shores, the very talented freshman, struggled a little bit today, a little bit, gave up a couple hits, but didn't do didn't do bad as the, the staff came in and really helped him out. Ty, Ty Floyd today absolutely just going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He closed it out, or was really the main part of closing the game out today is he had three innings, 4K, zero, pa- zero uh, walks, just absolutely dominated today, and Blake Money um, shut him out. So, great weekend as we will touch on it all, uh, uh, here tonight, uh, but we do got some other things we're going to touch on uh, in reference to LSU um Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my bad, guys. My bad. I, I, You're right. All right. So, yeah, we are going to touch on LSU basketball and the Jane Daniels stuff. If you missed it, we have been pushing, uh, 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 not pu- pushing, publishing some Jane Daniels stuff. He's out in Dallas with Bryce Young and CJ Stroud as those two guys are getting ready for the draft. But uh, Jane Daniels is preparing himself, obviously, for the next LSU football season. I'll give some updates on that, some things that I saw uh, and things that he was doing. Uh, we'll touch on that after we break down uh, some baseball here tonight. So, random Sunday show. We were going to go live Friday night after the opening game, but like I mentioned, since the time uh, change started, uh, kind of put us put us in a little bit of a bond, uh, but nevertheless, we're here today on Sunday. Mike McCoy, your page is frozen, though no, it's not, to refresh your page. Holden Lee says, great days recently for women's sports. They are all on a roll. Love to see it. Yes, we will talk some basketball as Kim Mulkin and company go down to Gainesville and get them a a dub. Angel Reese just completely going off as she normally does. I mean, look, you got to give her credit, man. Got to give them credit. I mean, the chances of, The women Tigers going undefeated until they face South Carolina again looks pretty promising, Um, but let's see. Let's see. Swamp Donkey says, yo, what's up? And also, how many strikes did LSU have during the series? Strikes or strikeouts? Um, Let's see. Three, three. So 12 and three, that's 15. I'll have to calculate that for you, Swamp Donkey. But Friday night, uh, Skeens had 12, Little had three, uh, Bucknam had one, Cooper had seven, uh, Collins had none, um, Ackenhausen had two, Shores had two, Dutton had the big one of today, the big one today, Dutton got the the player of the game from Jay Johnson, he, he, he kind of got LSU rolling. Uh, Floyd had four. And Blake Money had, too. So, and and um, Ty Floyd was accredited for the win. Mike, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Uh, get out and come back in. It's not frozen for anybody else. Or go to YouTube. AYS Sports on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Um, ben says on YouTube, go, good to see the defensive play as well. Yeah, and that was going to be what I led off with. I think the biggest thing that we will need to talk about here tonight is obviously... Um, you literally, you literally having no errors. I know Jordan Thompson booted one a little bit. He was trying to go home, but was able to regroup and fired it down the first and got the out. So if that's all you're going to really have that really good defensive plays, uh, Gavin Duga had a really good one Friday, uh, Trey Morgan had a couple. So they really played good defensively. And it's something that Jay Johnson, uh, talked about a lot, uh, talked about a lot, Uh, This all season, and especially this past week going into uh, this weekend, I thought that Brady Neal, the catcher, looked really good. And we'll talk, we'll touch on all this. Uh, But that's what you need to look at, man. I mean, you got to get hits and production from your nine hole hitter. I think being Neopold, the transfer from VCU, although didn't have a lot of hits this weekend, had a lot of RBIs. He had one today, he had one yesterday, and he had two on Friday. And all he did was put the bat on the ball and did his job and got the RBIs in. So you love to see it. Andrew Paul Sub Martin says about 35 K's, it seemed. Yeah, I think about that. I think about that. I think it's right about that. Uh Kevin Abear says good communication between the infield and outfield. Yeah, a couple of plays today that, you know, kind of in no man's land. You want to see that these guys have good communication. They did. Gavin Dugas and Trey Morgan uh as well looked good and their communication so really good to see all right let's do this let's get started let's get rolling everybody do us a favor so many of you listen to us live on facebook do us a favor by hitting the like and share share to all of those facebook groups share to all of your social media pages we greatly appreciate you doing that there's about 70 of you on youtube we only got like 16 likes though so do us a favor stop what you're doing Everybody hit the like and share, share to Twitter, share to Facebook. We appreciate you doing that. If you're listening to us, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen, rate, review, and subscribe there as well. And if you're listening to us on XM Radio or the TuneIn app, rate, review, and subscribe, we greatly appreciate you doing that. All right, let's get to our first break. We won't be long. Let's talk some LSU baseball. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag, and then we'll be right back. Forty-five seconds. Stay tuned. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contest events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live. In-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe Fifty. That's Believe Fifty B L E A V five zero to receive your fifty percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. All right. Up. Oh. All right. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. I was trying to do this. We're back. We're back. But our board started freezing on us. <laughs> you, 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 the board's not ready on a Sunday to get rolling. Uh, Arthur on YouTube says no errors. I think that that's massive, man. Look, and we can start off there. Right, look, I, I think the biggest thing this past weekend, um, I've, everybody I think knew, right, that they were going to be good at the plate. Now, Saturday, they struggled a little bit, and Jay called them out on it. Today, Jay talked about how he called out his hitters about not being productive. Saturday, Friday, they did really good. I mean, look, Dylan Cruz went two or three, had a walk inside of there. Being Neopold, I mean, the guy that, look, the stat sheet's not going to line up, right? Like, he's not going to be a guy that you're going to see probably hit over 300 um, but he had two RBIs. You look really good. Obviously, you went into Saturday, Gavin. got leaned off with the home run, getting the start at second base, did it again today. You had the young guys and Brady Neal, who, man, if the wind's not blowing in on some of these, he might hit a couple of those balls out. Your new starting catcher. He, Paxton Kling had a couple that probably should have went out, and he will get better. I think Paxton Kling... We'll get so much better. He hit the ball really hard, so did Trey Morgan. Sometimes in baseball, the ball just finds guys out in the field. But I think the biggest thing that we were all wondering about, and I get it, a lot of people are going to come in here and say, Blake, it's opening weekend. You're right. Western Michigan is Western Michigan. I'm with you. But you can tell that Paul Skeens is a dude. Okay, six innings pitched. He only gave up three hits and was mowing dudes down. 12 Ks, but obviously averaging two strikeouts per inning. Last two pitches registered at 98 and 99 miles per hour. The dudes just got the stuff. I, I We will ask Matt Trent. Now, I know that Matt, uh, I texted Matt a little bit earlier about this, and I know what the answer is going to be. A lot of people were anticipating Paul Skeens to hit this weekend, But after what you had with Tommy Tanks uh, on Friday and literally the bottom first, uh, uh, bottom of the inning in the first, dude, I I mean, I I get it. You got a long way to go. It's 3 of 56 that you just completed. You got another game on Tuesday. Maybe you let him hit a little bit on Tuesday, but you don't want your Friday night guy who literally is shoving it up people's ass No pause. No pause intended there. You don't want that guy going out there and have a a twisted ankle or something bad happen to him. I know it's cautious, but at this part of the season and what you saw from some of these young guys like Jared Jones, man, Jared Jones is just blasting the ball and doing pretty much whatever he wants at the plate. You still got dudes, man. You still got dudes. And now LSU's going to have to figure out what they're going to do in the infield. Okay. When Tommy tanks comes back, he's obviously going to play third. Now you're obviously going to have to put Gavin Duga at second after being absolutely hot today. But then you have Ben Neopold who just all he did all weekend long was driving runs. It is the look. He did his job. He did that's all he did was did his job all weekend long. That's all I care about runners on base. You get them over get them in get them over get them in the name of the game is at least try your goal should be to score run every inning, but what LSU did on the mound this weekend is not is not going to go unnoticed Paul Skeen's absolutely did. only had three times when he had a count that had three balls. He only had the one walk. Saturday, Riley Cooper. Obviously, Cooper could have, and as this season continues to look, go on. He, if he continues to do what he's doing, he only had 71 pitches uh, Saturday or Saturday during the day. He only went five and one-thirds innings, had seven Ks. His fastball had some velocity. His off-speed had some, uh, or had some really good break on it. You want to see that continued throughout the year. I, you can't take him out. <laughs> if he would have gone out there and gotten rocked, I would have been like, okay, well, Cooper got rocked a little bit. He got hit a little bit, got touched a little bit. Maybe you got to find somebody for Saturday. But Riley Cooper absolutely shoved. LSU won 5-3 on Saturday. It was a little closer than Jay wanted it. He let his team know that the game was a lot closer than he wanted it to be. Bryce Collins came in, only had a third inch of pitch, Had two hits on him and two on runs. But this is the new thing that Jay's doing. There's a lot of new faces on this team and a lot of big contributors that you're not necessarily expecting. Nate Alkenhausen came in, the lefty, three and a third innings pitch, only gave up a hit and had two Ks. Sign me up for that, man. Sign for... We know in baseball, if you've been an LSU fan longer than three days, you know in college baseball there are times that you may start off slow at the plate. LSU not necessarily did that, didn't do that this weekend. I thought they did some really good things at the plate. They hit the ball hard. But, man, you got to give the tip of the catch to this pitching staff. They're, gonna be a, they're going to be something to be dealt with they're going to be something to be dealt with. And if they can continue to do what they're doing and build and build and build, it's going to be tough to touch on them. Now, today, I was really anticipating watching Chase Shores, the freshman, gave up two uh, two hits on one-on-run, had two base-on-balls, two strikeouts on 60 pitches. Sam Dutton coming in, and apparently, as <laughs> Ben McDonald said, no relation to John Dutton. He got the player of the game through Jay Johnson coming out, getting the big K. The game was tied. You're in the fifth inning. I mean, excuse me, the fourth inning. And you're in a situation where you got to go out and get these two outs so that you can give your team uh, a chance to win. I, I think a bit, the biggest performance outside of uh, Skeens, and, uh, and, uh, Skeens and Cooper, I think it's going to be Ty Floyd for me. I know that Christian Little came in. Had two innings pitch, had a couple Ks and he blanked them. He could definitely be up there. But man, Ty Floyd came in today on LSU Gold Sunday and ran it up, no pause, the Broncos' ass. He was highly impressive. In those three innings, four Ks, no walks, no runs, no hits, nada. They couldn't do shit on Ty Floyd. The run that he, I, 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 I'm i going to have to ask Mac this, but the run that that two seam is having, it was confusing every left-handed hitter that he faced. Every left-handed hitter that he faced. And then obviously Blake Money came in. The only hit that he gave up was the home run. I know a lot of LSU fans were chirping about that. But he came in, he closed out two innings pitch, and that was your rotation this weekend. Very impressed. Very impressed. I mean, you want to see them do some better things maybe at the plate. I know a lot of people, especially if you're watching on Twitter, you're looking on Twitter, and you're seeing teams like Texas State uh, uh, score 20-something runs. I know that you want to see that. Give them time. There's a lot of young bats in here, a lot of young bats in this lineup. And we'll continue to talk about it. Man, we're three games into a 50-more. It's going to be more than 56-game season. You know that. I know that. But in the regular season, you're through three of 56. But if you're going to talk about the lineup, I think the biggest thing that I was most anticipated or was really anticipated to see, and I know that you were too, was these freshmen, right? Jared Jones looked really good. Big Bear Jones out of Marietta, Georgia looked really good. He looks the part. Absolutely 1,000% looks the part. I know that Paxton Kling struggled a little bit. He had some at bats. If you want to go back and watch it, please do so. He had one line drive. I know on Friday. Let me go to the Friday at least. Friday, I know that he had uh, the first at his first at bat at LSU. He got hit. Um, he got hit, and then I think he struck out once. Let me go back and just. Uh, yeah, that one. So the first at-bat that he had, he got hit by a pitch. And then the second one, remember, was the catch. It, the ball probably should have been out. If the wind's not blowing, I think Lynn, our, our buddy Lynn Rollins said it was like 15 to 17 miles an hour. That ball might have gone out in the center field. Just give him time. I think that he'll be okay. But I think of the freshman in the field that surprised me the most was Brady Neal. Look, we've had this conversation at length. We've had this conversation at nauseam. Over the last couple of years, especially when uh, Palmineri was here. I know that Alex Malazzo is probably going to play at the next level because of how good he is as a defensive catcher. Brady Neal was really freaking good. The questions that you wanted answered, what were you going to do behind the plate? He answered them. And he hits the ball very well. Very, very well multiple, uh, he led off with a triple. uh, I think Friday night led off with the triple, then had a deep fly ball that got caught as the summer and the weather starts heating up. That ball's going to go out. And this team's going to get a lot better. You had Dylan Cruz who hit one today and you had Gavin Dugas that hit a pair. This lineup's going to be something scary, man. And I get it. You probably don't want to over anticipate and you probably don't want to talk about it too hell of a lot because of the simple fact that it's so early in the season, and I get that, but when you literally sit in a situation where, let me go look at this. Um, I, I I chart every game. I chart every game. So let me go back and look at this. So we're we're here. When you're when you're literally in a situation where you have a guy in Paul Skeens that's in the fifth inning, in the fifth. He's topping out at 99. I think Lynn Ron said the fast, the the hardest pitch he threw was 99.4 miles per hour. He had a K in the fifth, and then that was his ninth. Then he had a, a three one count. He had a hard grounder to Morgan, and then Skeens got over to cover, and then he had the backwards K uh, in the fifth. But then you see you see situations where he gives up a leadoff double in the top of the third. All he does is. He gets a strikeout. He gives up a single to third. Maryfield tried to dive for it. It tipped off his glove. No harm, no foul there. Maybe that should have been a little bit more routine. The next two batters he fanned. Then you come back to the top of the fourth. He goes out three pitches, a K. I mean, the dude's utterly insane in what he's doing. And what he's doing, he's absolutely insane. Second inning, K, K, K. First at bat in the second inning, four pitches. Second at bat in the second inning, six pitches. Third at bat in the second inning, four pitches. You got a team, man. You got a team. You got to tip the cap to them. All right. Let's get to a couple of these comments. Matt Trent joining us in about seven minutes. Uh, Wayne McBride says, Thompson's homer was a shot. Yeah, it was a shot. Yeah, it was a shot. And he looked good defending. I mean, guys, he had a torn knee last year. He was busted up. Give him a little bit of a break. Nicholas Lacombe on YouTube says, Shout out to Gavin Duga for sticking with the purple and gold through all the struggles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, It's crazy. Did y'all see the glasses he was wearing? <laughs> that dude's just, uh, you you can't take him. I don't know what you do with Ben Neapol. I, I mean, I I know Jay is more than likely going to play Gavin and he should play Gavin at second. Guys, you literally have three guys that can play second base. I I knew your worries. I saw them in the comments. A lot of people have worries about that position. Do you have worries about it now? Because what did Gavin Dugas prove to you? The only thing Gavin Dugas proved to you, which you kind of already knew, is that he can go up to the plate and absolutely smash. He's like the Hulk. If Gavin Dugai were a Marvel character, he would be the Incredible Hulk, because all he does is smash. Pause. <laughs> it's true. It's all he does. Tommy Tank's getting hurt gave him an opportunity to be out there at second. This team's death is Insane. And the, I again, Neapol is going to be the guy that gets talked about the least runners on third. He had two he had two at bats on Friday where there was a runner on third and Neapol hit a line drive in the right field. Tag the runner tagged the third, got an RBI. The second one, a really hard shot to second base into the uh, in between the 4 and 3 hole for people that don't know, that's between first and uh, second and first. Hits a hard shot in between the hole. Don't have a plate to plate. He gets out at first. That's a two RBI game. You had a lot of productive at bats. You had a lot of big production from really two guys that played second base this weekend. And a lot of people inside the chat were complaining about that position. Oh, Mr. Blank. huh? My coochie hurts. (laughs) That's what you were saying. Anthony B. Saints says, hashtag ask Blake, Blake, what is the plan with Little going forward? You know who I'm going to ask? I'm going to ask Matt Trent that question. Uh, Will he be a midweek starter or will he be a bullpen arm? You know, this is just what I'm going to say. I don't know how you guys feel, but if you're in a situation where you got Paul the K-man schemes and Christian Little coming out of the pen? I mean, maybe if there's a situation where, I mean, because now you have Thatcher Hurd who's going to start on Tuesday. I No disrespect to Southern. Zero disrespect to Southern. What do you think is going to happen there? Now, if he doesn't look good, then you know, but I don't anticipate Thatcher Hurd looking bad. Jay even mentioned that they were in a situation where he probably should have been in the weekend rotation this weekend, but it would seem as if that they're trying to set him up to start against Texas in a couple of weeks, which by the way, Pooh Bear, (laughs) um, I want you to do me a favor, go take the AYS debit card. And let's go get a welcome soon or or welcome or get well soon card to the University of Texas for going 0-3 against the SEC this weekend. Huh? The University of Texas going 0-3, Arkansas, Mizzou. (laughs) And then Vanderbilt Clap those ever-living cheeks. My word. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to the SEC, Texas. You got vandied. <laughs> oh, God, y'all suck so bad. I better not talk shit because just in case they beat us. Um, Wade McBride a couple more and then we're going to get to Matt Trent. Wade says Skeen's nickname is PSK from here on out. Okay. I like it. I like it. Brandon Reese says, I saw that Tennessee also struggled. Yeah, they did. And look, I don't mean this in a wrong way, but Jay recruited at an extremely high level at Arizona. Look at the guys that he recruited that didn't come to LSU. They made Doolander look really bad. Not really bad, but they touched they touched Doolander up pretty, pretty heavy. All right, one more, and then we're getting to Matt. Aaron Hornsby says, you can pucker up and kiss those baseballs goodbye. Okay. Okay. I do love Lynn Rollins, though. I do love Lynn Rollins. All right. Let's do this. Let's take, let's take a very quick break. Matt Trent on the other side. Talk about our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Matt Trent. And 52 seconds. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vicnair, are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Ruffino at AYS sent you on by. We're back. Matthew Trent. Um, did you see that Texas got blanked this weekend by the SEC? That's all. That's it, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like they've been cursed ever since they put Joe Burrow's daddy and mama in the nosebleeds.
1: Yeah, and put his jersey on the cannon and, and shot, shot right. Yeah. Good, good luck, guys. And
0: good then the luck. other T, on the other side of the Southeast, Tennessee. Bro, let me just say this. Jay recruited at a high level at Arizona, and they touched Doolander up something serious. Yeah, Arizona might be a team, dude. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <It did. laughs> okay, sure. we'll, we'll, we'll see. All right, Mad Trent from WBRZ. Looks like he's in the newsroom. Is Corey Roden
1: next to you? Nah, Corey, Corey had to step out. He had to do some errands, get some food. You know, he's still in Mardi Gras mode. He's got he's got tomorrow and Tuesday off, so he's he's like Tyrone Biggums, you know, just itching to get to Mardi Gras. <laughs> just, just, just itching to get to New Orleans. <laughs> uh, you know, he just, y'all got some more of those beads, baby?
0: <laughs> oh, God. I love you so much. All right, Matt, I'll give you the floor. What did you think was the most impressive thing? Or maybe not the most impressive thing, but – I guess what did you think of the weekend? I, I will be truthful, um, for me. Buddy, I, I mean what they're doing out of the pen is just I, I mean, Ty Floyd, Matt, three innings pitch, he didn't he didn't give up anything. Not a yeah. walk, not even a, a anything.
1: So I asked I asked Ty about that uh today and I was like, you know, you, you saw the dudes that came out, you saw Ty Floyd come out, you saw Blake Money come out, um and I know Blake gave up the homer, but he still looked really good. The thing, the thing too, and I, and I talked to Blake about this on Friday and I don't think he will mind me telling this is, you know, and I, and I had spoken to you about it. I was like, you know, when he, when I saw him in the fall throwing in early in spring, you know, I, I noticed that, you know, some stuff was different mechanically and that, um, his, his arm swing looked looked a little bit shorter and a little bit cleaner, and his mechanics looked like he wasn't fighting himself, you know, mm. throwing. And He said, that's it. He said, that's all Wes. He was like, that's all Wes Johnson. And Ty said the same thing today. He was like, Wes, you know, just he has done so much in a short amount of time that we don't even know about. And Jay said it today. Jay Johnson said he has the ability to take analytics, this world we live in, where we're inundated with information, break it down, not only tell you what it means, but how it relates to you and what we're trying to work on with you individually. And Ty Floyd, I I asked him. I said, "Is your fastball harder?" I mean, he I think he hit Matt, a five. He,
0: he hit ninety seven three times today.
1: And I was going to say, I, yeah, I, I, I mm-hmm. hit ninety five a couple times. Uh, so yeah, if he hit nine, I mean, he was nine. That his two was seam
0: was filthy.
1: Yes. Yes. And he said, yeah. He was like, the the fastball is harder, but I'm controlling it a lot better than I did last year. That's that what was I was going to all... ask
0: you. That's what I was going to ask you. Because to me, I put – and I was – I didn't even say this in my opening monologue because I was waiting for you to come here. Matt, does it not seem like they're throwing more strikes? Because, yes. my God, yes, they were not in a lot of three-ball counts. They didn't walk a lot of dudes this weekend.
1: No, and I think on Friday – after the first inning walk for Skeens, I think he had two or correct. three three ball counts the rest of the game.
0: Okay, that's correct.
1: And, and Christian
0: Little didn't have any.
1: I mean, Christian Little went, what, six up, six down? Six up, like, six down. Good luck. And his cutter is, like, 86 to, like, 88. Good luck, guys. Like, this is wild what we're talking about. Like, this is wild just a little bit of – of just development and growth that these pitchers have seen under Wes Johnson. It's really phenomenal because look like Ty Floyd control has always been his biggest issue since stepping foot on campus. No doubt. He's always had the arm talent. He's always had the off speed stuff. It's just about putting it where you want to. And today I thought I, I like it it was just, again, he was out there just free and easy The fastball was where you wanted it to be. Not only was it where you wanted it to be, where he wanted it to be, but it was harder. It was harder. Mm -hmm. And he's getting dudes out. He's getting lefties out. And Christian Little was great. Paul Skeens, we knew he was going to be lights out. But, like, these dudes that are coming in just one after the other, and the misses are small when they do miss, and the control is there, the off-speed stuff. You know, I I know we got – I know we got touched up yesterday, but Bryce Collins looked really good. That breaking ball is a lot sharper. Like everything looks so much tighter. Yeah, Bryce just, got
0: Bryce got busted, but I mean, it was just like I mean, they were hitting really bad, really good pitches.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's what that's what uh, Skeen said on Friday. He was like, "Yeah, the double the kid had down the line. I mean, he just pretty much closed his eyes and just dropped the ball." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously,
0: it's did. not wrong.
1: He did. He was like, and Paul's like, I don't, I don't know if you know he was chasing the hunting the fastball and you know got to it early or guessed or whatever. But you know they're making even when they're getting hit, they're making really good pitches. And I'm gonna tell you what, like I know I might be off my rocker with this. A freshman catcher handled this entire staff this weekend.
0: It okay. We have questions in here. Like Ryan asked you hashtag Ask Matt. Most impressive freshman.
1: Look, uh, it, it, for me, on all levels, it's Brady Neal. Bingo. It, it, it's it, not close.
0: It, it's it's Brady, not close.
1: Like, I'm watching him, and like Milazzo does this better than anyone, is constantly having a line of communication with the pitchers and the infield, too, especially on first and third, mm-hmm. especially if it's a bunt situation, constantly talking. Making everybody aware of the situation and being able to handle the pitching staff too. You watch him immediately, especially after a strikeout. He's coming right out of a a, a squat, coming right into the pitchers, talking. They're talking. Dude, he's a freshman. He's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. You got, and he's doing that to Paul Skeens, who's going to be a top 10 pick this summer. Do you do you know like the the advancement that is especially at that position to be able to handle? And and that's the thing. He handled three different pitchers who all three have different – has three different types of stuff and are at three different stages in their career, okay?
0: That's true.
1: you've got Paul Skeens who's going to be – who's very successful, who's going to be a top-10 pick, okay, who's 97 to 99 with an unbelievable breaking ball. And then you go to Riley Cooper who's getting his first start of the season, his first start at LSU, if I'm not mistaken. Second. 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 Okay. I mean, you know, it is what it is. A crafty lefty, okay, got really good control, really good control. And then you got a freshman Chase Shores. You, it's a, it was a mixed bag this weekend, and Brady Neal handled them about as well as I could imagine a freshman. Like honestly, I couldn't tell because Milazzo came in. Um, Malazzo came in, I think, the second inning of Ty Floyd's outing.
0: Yeah, about the I, seventh inning. Yeah, I
1: couldn't, I couldn't tell the difference. Just the way they went about managing. Matt, tell me if I'm wrong here.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. I'm sorry.
1: Just managing a pitching staff and, you know, getting guys ready, getting guys focused and blah, 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 which, by the way, Jay Johnson said do not rule out Paul Skeen's hitting this year.
0: Okay. I want to get to that later on. That's like my fourth or fifth question to you, but remind me of that. All right. You know what's crazy is Jeffrey brings this up. You know that Neil reclassified and should be a senior in high school.
1: I know. Okay. I know, and that, and that's, and that's the wild part is that like Jay said, he was one of the top dudes that they really honed in on coming out of high school. Well, like, Matt,
0: I, he told us. I don't think. I mean, because it's so far in the past now. He told us that in our interview with him. Yeah. Because remember, said, we were like, "Hey, what about the Crawford kid?" And he was like, "Oh, he's gone." And he goes, and and then we were like, well, what you know, off the record, on the record, who is somebody you want? He goes, if I got Brady Neal because he he told us, and I'm I'm just you know, he's he he's Malazzo at the plate that Matt he can hit, Matt yeah. Matt his exit velo on the triple was 112.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw that all fall, all it's insane. Also, too, I, I th- my hot take for the year is with this team. I, I wouldn't be surprised if LSU is top ten in the country in walks.
0: They you're you know I, you're not wrong.
1: I I I just see like especially the freshmen. I just see so many dudes going up there with a plan and they got a clue. Even Paxton Clean, which I know he's I know he struggled this year uh, this this weekend. You know he hit lead off and then they moved him down eight or nine you know uh in the order but that that dude's got a plan when he goes to the plate
0: but matt he hit the ball really hard sometimes yeah, i mean
1: it, yeah, look did. with all due respect
0: with all due respect these two so i wrote all this down these two players had the same line okay the same exact line what did you think of trey morgan this weekend because him and paxton Kling had the same damn near the same exact stat line this weekend now Obviously, Trey made incredible plays. At the, you know, at first, it is what it is. But you get what I'm saying. Like when you're talking about at the plate, I mean, it's just how it looks. And and I get that. But Paxton and Clean's going to be fine. Now, Matt, I, we have a question here from I'm, I'm a, from Pooh Bear. He says, "Ask the both of us. How much does it help that uh, they have those watches to tell them the pitches? Uh, and there's no more cross-ups on the signals. Now, that's a really that's a pretty fair question."
1: So I, I hate that. I, I'm just, I'm just going to be right up front. I know. It is, it's, <laughs> you old bastard.
0: You old bastard.
1: I know this is, this is my get off my lawn moment. Like I, I just, just for the pure fact that it looks so stupid, it looks like you're pitching with a one. <laughs> you know, but anyway, so I was unclear about how, like, I know that it works. And I've been like, this is my dumb baseball guy moment. Like, I was unsure exactly the process. Like, I knew it came in, and they look down, and they get it, and then the catchers got it, and then they go. But I, like, Skeen said on Friday, he goes, I didn't shake one time. And I'm like, okay, well, what if you have to shake? Like, what if you get it, and you go, no, I don't want that? Does it go Okay, so now does Brady call the pitch and then we go, or do you have to go? Because I'm thinking in my mind that that would take forever. Okay, I get it. No, I don't want it. And then I got to wait for it to come in again. And what if I shake again? Do I have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, we've got to, you only get, you know, half a, you know, 30 seconds or so.
0: Okay, well, I found this out because I was watching Tulane just a minute ago. Okay. The clap does not start until you hit the rubber.
1: Yeah, it doesn't start until you hit the. So run. you could,
0: I guess, you could technically stand on the mound and just shake and you know whatever. I I mean, I guess that would be that's a great I, that's a great question. I I mean, I guess you just gotta.
1: So what what happens is is like I, just watching most of the guys, it's like, so if I get you know if there's an out, okay, it's an infield out, okay, we throw it around a little bit and then it comes back to me. I see most of the guys get it right when they get the ball back as they're walking back to the mound. So, like, as they're walking back, they're, like, checking it, and they go, okay, fastball in, all right, cool. And then they get on the mound. But Ty said today that how it goes is, like, Wes Johnson is calling the pitches. Like, he is calling the pitches. And he goes, all right, fastball in, you get it. Okay, no, I don't want that. Then he just, literally, he just sends in another one. So there's no kind of default where it ever goes to the catcher. Now, I don't know if that's different with Milazzo or Trevinsky or whomever, but the way it is now, Wes Johnson is, okay, fastball in. Okay, he doesn't want that. All right, let's go breaking ball away. Okay, he doesn't want that. Let's go change up. Okay, good. Go. That's how it is, according to the pitchers. So, I don't like it. I think it looks really dumb. I think it looks like you were pitching with, you know. Uh, An Apple
0: you know, watch on.
1: Yeah, but mm-hmm. outside of it looking stupid, it is very efficient. It Me is agree. very
0: efficient, and Matt. He, here's the truth: both games got cut off an hour. You know yeah, what?
1: Well, was, last night was like what two and a half hours? No,
0: two hours and like seven minutes.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, Matt.
0: I, I, look, I'm not saying that the MLB needs to do this, and and uh, and look, I get it. Like the, what happened in Tennessee, or uh, against Tennessee when the player, when the uh, batter's calling time and he's screaming, that oh can't, that God. can't happen. Okay. Bro. However. However, I'm cool with there not being a three-hour game because, Matt, truth Me be told, too. if you watch 56 of these things, you're literally going to waste a month of your life from a time perspective.
1: Bro, when we start, like, especially especially like when it comes to SEC play, um, you know, you've already got 20-some games in, almost 30 games in. Bro, I don't want to, like I told you, I don't want to, and that's why I'm glad they put the run rule in, too. Like, I don't want to sit out here and great as it is for the fans and as great as it is for the stats and maybe some guys get some playing time that would normally not get it i don't want to sit out there and watch lsu score a million runs against northwestern state on a tuesday in the middle of like march or like april or may or whenever right i don't want to do it and every media person that covers baseball for half a second is in the same boat
0: well and i don't think it's just me i think it's fans too man i mean
1: i don't Nobody- wants to see it nobody wants to sit there and like yes it's great you're at the baseball field and great you know you're seeing lsu nobody wants to see it agreed agreed
0: all right let's move outside and some of the hitters um jared jones thoughts
1: just just country strong like, I, I would love – what I love is I want to know what size bat he swings because he makes it look like a wiffle ball bat. D- yeah. I, it
0: looks like a 34-35, right? Like, am it, I am I, am I I exaggerating?
1: But no, like, it. that's the thing is, like, I want to know what it is because it looks so small in his hands. I know. He's just – he, like – I think he hit one, like – I think one of the hits today or yesterday, like, he hit it off the end. Oh, the, still, double. the
0: double. Remember the double to right when he's, like, trying to slide in a second? I'm like, please don't hurt yourself.
1: I mean, yeah, he he's so good. He's just got that raw power. Um, again, just a good approach. Um, trying to think of who else stood out. Dylan Cruz, obviously, like, duh. What does
0: LSU do at second?
1: There's Gavin, no way you
0: can take out Gavin. It's just... Gavin uh, said he's comfortable there. But there's no way, Matt, that you can take him out. But here's the flip side of that. Look, man, Ben Neopold didn't get a lot of hits this weekend.
1: Played unreal on the field.
0: Well, not only that, Matt, Friday night he had two RBIs. He had a a sack fly on Friday. Then he had a hard line drive in between the 4-3 and hole that got in another run. Yesterday he had the clutch RBI to put LSU in the lead. And then today he had another RBI. I mean, at some point, I mean, like – yeah, he's not, like, lighting up the scoreboard in home runs. Man, he leads the team in, in RBIs
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> after yeah. a weekend. I, I, I like that kid, too. Um, I, I like him because of his versatility. You know, he can play second. He can play third, and especially with, you know, Tommy White uh, being MIA, which uh, – By Jay's, the way, go
0: ahead and answer that.
1: No, Jay said today that he's good. Um, For
0: Tuesday? We going to see him uh, Tuesday? No.
1: Yeah. Probably, probably won't play Tuesday, but it's going to be one of these things where Jay said we're going to gradually get him back. So it might be like he might take Tuesday off and might see how he feels. Um, but Jay did not indicate anything today that is more serious than, you know, something crazy. He he said would, we did were he gra- seem
0: aggravated at the, that they didn't put it back into place there? Or like-
1: I don't know. I don't I don't know. That that's always kind of a weird thing because
0: Do you pop a shoulder back in place when he's sitting on first?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I've never had that, so I don't know what people Me either. I, I've really? had friends have like loose shoulders and they're just like I don't again, I don't know if this is a constant thing with him or it's just
0: He did pop result. it out last year in like a same situation, Jay said. Yeah. Man,
1: mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a result of another injury and that's something that he's had to deal with, like a, a loose shoulder. Um I mean would you want someone to pop your shoulder back in in front of like 10,000 people? No. There? I wouldn't.
0: No. You see this so, big ass Italian crooked nose? Imagine no. it being your nose and you're no. crying and you know you're in a room full of high school kids like, "Oh, that dude crying." You know, and it's like yeah. it hurts. So I mean
1: Jay Jay said that he's, you know, they're going to gradually kind of ease him back into things. Um <laughs> I don't think who else was pretty good. I think we've touched on I mean, everybody. people are
0: going to continue to hate on Jordan Thompson. I, I mean, I thought he played good at short. I, I mean, I get
1: the little thought,
0: bobble, but.
1: Yeah, I thought the play today where he bobbled it was 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 very. It, it was. It was very Jordan Thompson like, but then it, I thought, in my opinion, it showed his growth because. Agreed. Last year. Let's see.
0: He would have tried was, to pick it up and throw it home. You well, and I both know. Yeah.
1: What, what was it? Second and third? It was second and third when that. Because I think what happened was, and just watching it, I think he briefly took a look at the runner at third going home. I think that's what it was. Well,
0: if I'm not mistaken, it, it, at least on, the, at, on TV, it looked like he was trying to feel quick and rifle at home. It yeah. seemed as if he was kind of in the point of like, hey, look, I might not get – I'm trying to just get this dude out. Like – and so I yeah. was kind of okay with that.
1: Yeah, but I think I think last year Jordan Thompson would have bobbled that and then still tried to make the wrong play at home. Correct. Right. He he would have either kicked it around, picked it up, and then still tried to look home. Instead, he he bobbles it, picked it right up, and just he's got such he's just got a hose and he made just a clothesline throw to first for the out. So yeah, I know. You know the, the the Twitter coaches are gonna be like, "Oh, he sucks." You know, there's a Jordan time, but dude, that that for me, like, he, he's better until he shows me different. He's better.
0: So I, I, to, I guess to go back to that original question, what do you do at second? I mean, you can't take Duga out. I mean,
1: no, I, think, I I think right now you keep Gavin there. But, see, that's the thing is, like, that you can just do so much with him because he's hitting so well, and he's another versatile guy too. If you want to give someone in the outfield a break, put him in outfield. If you want to give someone at second a break, put him at second. He's worked at third. I mean, he played third the other Friday when uh, Tommy went out. So, I mean, he, he's having dudes like him and Neapolte, like dudes that you can just say – Hey, you want to like catch, or you want to play short, or you want to play first, or you want to do whatever you want to do because we know you can do it. Those dudes are crazy valuable, crazy valuable.
0: No doubt, no doubt. I mean, and you got to give it to him. Uh, Dylan Crew's going to see a lot of balls again this year because Matt he gotten he gotten sick. He gotten four three ball counts all, uh, this weekend
1: you know that's the one thing i was I was wondering too is like with guys like him um it, it's gonna be different in SEC play but I want I really do wonder in situations how much he's going to be pitched to
0: I, I Matt i I don't mean this in a disrespectful way because I, I think Trey Morgan's gonna hit 325 350 again okay mm-hmm. Tom, he ain't tommy white now if you remember, When that first at bat, they didn't throw to him. I mean, at all, they stayed away from him. He walked. Obviously, Tommy White gets the RBI single. You know, we go where we're at. I I think maybe they weren't throwing to him as much as they would because Tommy Tanks isn't there. I mean, do you agree with that? I mean, because if you're if you're gonna throw to if you're not gonna throw to Cruz, good luck throwing to Tanks.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing too is like. You know, I, I I do worry about that, especially in a draft year. But if there's anyone that can handle being walked, you know, a million times in a season, it's Dylan Cruz. Like he's the most mentally equipped person to handle the pressure of being a potential number one overall pick that I that I know I've covered, and Jay said probably that he's ever covered, and he coached Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant wasn't the number one overall pick, but he was a first round. Was he? Was he? Was Chris Bryant number one overall? I don't pick?
0: know. Pooh might be. Have to look that up. I don't remember. But, but...
1: he was a first rounder out of San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, dude's been around and, and knows what he's talking about. And you know that that does suck. But he'll. I ain't worried about Dylan Cruz. I ain't worried about Dylan Cruz. Uh, to
0: Justin Lagrange, I know that Jordan Thompson had twenty two errors. He also had twenty two errors with a torn knee. So I mean. Yeah. So
1: that, that, could have, that could have been forty two if we're being anybody else that's forty two.
0: Uh Dustin said he was a number two pick. Okay. Number well, there two. You go. Okay. I knew he um, was the first. Let me ask you this question. Any other things surprise you this weekend?
1: I'm interested to see who closes games. Do
0: you think let me ask you this question. Do you think they put Blake Money out there today to try to do that? Because Matt, the way that they set that up, well, here's 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 three two things that I have a question for. Uh, Ackenhausen, okay, if he's going to throw the way he's going to throw,
1: I'm, and I'm going to be like, I'm I'm going to be, and I'm probably going to get flamed for this. That is my only concern with Riley Cooper in the weekend rotation. You take a quality left-handed arm out of the bullpen. And I, I, I know but man, is he?
0: But if he continues to do what he's doing, how do you? I yeah, mean,
1: you can't, you can't take him out. But whenever you have like quality left-handed arms, it just gives you so much more. And I know that like the college game is not as matchup heavy as like the pro game is, but and I don't want to be like, oh, the sky's falling. They suck. Like whatever, but. It did it did kind of worry me that you go out there in like a tight spot, dude hits a bomb. It's like all right, because he's he's been he's been pretty damn good this fall too. Back in housing, kid.
0: Yeah, that, I mean Matty came in, and threw three and a third inning, he gave up
1: a hit. Yeah. I, so that's I mean of course, but I just
0: And a dribbler at that.
1: Yeah, I think
0: God, they need Javon Coleman to come back. I know that he's hurt, and Jay said he's going to leave him on the roster just in case, but if you yeah. got Coleman back, then that's three guys that you can
1: – Yeah, but I still like – in ter- okay, in terms of short relief um, between Javon Coleman, healthy, Ackenhausen and Riley Cooper, who are you it's, taking?
0: I'm taking all three. Of, I mean, I'm taking Riley, but I mean – Of course mean, you are. I, I get what you're saying. Let me ask you this. You know who I thought was really impressive that I hadn't mentioned on show yet? Bro, Brain Joe Bear. Buddy, I, listen. I, I, think, I think Pearson's going to be really good. Shit. If that kid can play the way that he's playing in left, man, he got out twice on Friday. One was the line drive that the dude dove for it at second, and the other one was a deep fly out to center field. Today, he comes in, hits a rifle shot to right. Last I, year he would have struck out. Now let me ask you this question: uh, What the fuck were they doing? Excuse me. What the fuck are they doing, giving him the strike and ringing him out without giving him a warning? Uh,
1: <sighs> I dude, I have seen so much wild stuff this weekend with with just the game, with just college baseball. Tennessee,
0: the, Tennessee was the worst, and the kid calling time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brain Joe Bear is just as bad, in my opinion, when Jay is given a sign, okay, and giving him a strike. They didn't even give him a warning. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, Matt, that's that's the shit that pisses people off. Now, did you did you see Schlossnagel go stupid? No, <laughs> Schlossnagel went stupid on Twitter uh, for the Tennessee kid. It was like, Y'all keep changing shit every year and you're expecting kids to just pick it up on the first weekend? Give the kid a warning. You know, like, you control the game. Not wrong. He's not wrong. Not wrong. And it's good that a head baseball coach in the SEC is coming out here and talking that stuff. I'm just going to be
1: honest. He's not wrong. Yeah, I just... Yeah, that's... I feel I feel like we try, like... It... it <sighs> they're trying so much to do stuff and I get that it, It's for the betterment of the game, but they're really just getting in their own way with some of this stuff.
0: No doubt.
1: Like I get, I don't know. I mean, do you, do you, I, I get what they're talking about with like me personally. I think the, the, the pitch uh, clock, like, do we really, do we really need that? Like, do we really, who, who I have yet to see someone that's been banged for it for not throwing a pitch under 20 seconds. So like Um,
0: so uh, going back to the Tennessee game, okay? That game against Arizona, they give the kid from Arizona a warning, okay? They call time, the uh the back unc comes out and you know, hits his watch. Okay. So, so Tony Vols comes out and throws a fit. I know what the fans and everybody in this chat's gonna do. Oh, the Italians throwing a fit. I get it. But, Matt, that comes literally on the next, the, the, the next half inning of them not giving the kid the timeout. Like, mm-hmm. so you're giving Arizona. Now, I think a little bit of that is, you know, they're trying to upstage Tony Valls. But, I, I mean, what do I know? I mean, come on, dude. I mean, this is insane. What, which, which you going to give the kid a walk? <laughs> Matt, that's the alternative. They're going to let the kid get a walk.
1: Uh, I'm just like. Or I'm a ball, some... or
0: whatever they said.
1: I'm just so kind of upset with stuff like that like in the big leagues I think this year in double A AA or triple A they're going to try like robot robo bombs not going to like come on and and no shifting like come on guys like, I kind of like the no shifting a little no stop it stop it <laughs> I kind of like it this this is my only argument for the shift is like we are very pro analytics now okay right like we got everything like we got everybody's bowel movements you know tracked (laughs) to the hour that that's how much stats and and numbers that we're into now right okay so if we're given all these analytics and i know exactly where you're going to hit it nine times out of ten why can't i use that why can't i why can't i Run someone out there. And the MLB, I read an article in The Athletic last year. The MLB did a study and said the percentage of hits that were on a no-shifted defense versus a shifted defense, the percentage, the difference was so low, it was, like, hardly measurable. Hmm. Like, it's just these old dudes. That are the these dudes like Joey Gallo who doesn't know that there's a whole left side of the field that you can use.
0: First off, sir, we use Joey Gallo's name in great reference here. Okay, fan of well, the
1: show, Joey. I know you strike out to home run ratio is like two to one. Okay, so you do realize that there's like a whole left side of the field <laughs> dudes that like get upset when they put like when they put like the third baseman right next to second base and then the shortstop second i'll first never
0: batter. forget i'll never forget because you know gallo played with uh well i'm not going to go there i just know for a fact that joey Gat- when joey gallo was at bat last season or two seasons ago whenever it was the third baseman literally was standing over second
1: yeah <laughs> and like i don't want to be that dude because i have used this argument and it is kind of stupid like, if, oh, you're in the big leagues and you can't handle the bat enough to, like, hit it the other way, like, yes, that is a very stupid thing to say that I have said before, okay? But can you not – can you not bunt? Like, can you not just bunt it down the third base line?
0: I agree with that. I agree Dude, with that. like,
1: I don't care who you are. You could be Riley Cooper. You could be Joey Gallo. You could be Professor Klump. If you bunt it down <laughs> If you punt it down the third base line on a shift that drastic, bro, you're beating it out. You're beating it out. You're beating it out. There's no shot.
0: Thoughts on Thatcher Hurd starting Tuesday?
1: I love it. I do. You I think he works I himself really, in the
0: weekend rotation?
1: I really think. I, I would not. He's my pick to pitch against Texas. Agreed. Um, he, uh, yeah. I think – he he's gonna be in the weekend rotation sooner than later. I, I really do believe. And Jay has said so. He's I mean, he's right there. He's like the fourth guy, obviously. Thoughts but- on
0: doing that just for Texas? I mean, some people let me tell you what some fans have have said, okay? And I don't think that they're necessarily wrong, but I don't think that they're right. Some have asked, why are you doing this to Thatcher Heard if you're just like, are you just doing it for Texas? But then The thing with that, though, Matt, is when you got Riley Cooper coming out and doing what he's doing and you've got Chase Shores throwing 99 miles an hour, I understand it. I don't think Jay's doing it for just playing Texas on a Tuesday in in Austin. But it does beg the question.
1: No, but I do think that if it wasn't – if the kid didn't have the potential to help him, he wouldn't be doing it. And what I'm saying is, like, if he was Joe Blow – like, no disrespect. Like, if he was Will Helmers, he wouldn't do it. But since he's right there, and and I don't know. Like, I'll tell you, I don't know what the issue is with Thatcher Hurd. Like, I don't know if – because, I, I mean, I went out there. I saw him in the fall. He got touched up a little bit. But then I would see him dominate. So, I don't know if there's – he's not doing exactly what he's asked, his asked. I, I mean, he's is,
0: coming off of a year-and-a-half, two-year-long injury straight, too. Yeah, like, so so. that's
1: what I was – that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know if the growth or the rapid recovery is is at the rate that they you know want it to be. But I mean, dude, he's got he's got good stuff. I uh, agree. And I like like you said, I heard you like. It's pretty obvious what he's going to do against Southern. I, I mean, Matt, the
0: the likelihood of him shoving against Southern. I he's mean, great. what I don't what I don't think people are ready for. You're talking about a Friday stuff guy. I mean, he's got Friday stuff now. Yeah, he does. You're having a Friday night guy go against Southern, okay? Yeah. And if he performs well, it's to the normal fan. It's going to look like, hey, bro, you know. And, and look, Matt, I, I like Chase Shores. He did his command was a little off today. Let's see what he does yeah. next weekend. It was off.
1: Yeah, it was. You know. Yeah, was but like, I think, but I think that like, he's another one of those guys that. Do when you throw when you throw ninety-eight, ninety-nine, your control can be a little bit off and you can still have success. You can be effective with one,
0: but you can't. Well, did so when they were reviewing the double play today, you remember that the, the yeah. inadvertent slide or whatever? You do know that he tossed, and Lynn Rollins talked about this. He was warming up. He lobbed, he just kind of nonchalantly threw it up there, and Lynn Rollins goes, well, that's a 93-mile-an-hour warm-up pitch.
1: I saw, him, I, saw warming, I saw him warming up in the first inning when he went out there, and he was playing catch, like not even going through full mechanics, kind of standing up straight, and it, it hit. I saw 95 on the scoreboard. It's
0: insane, man.
1: It's so insane. Like, I think – but but going back to the Texas game is like, again, this is my get-off-my-lawn moment. I think any midweek game you should play to win and not – Depending on who it is, it is, you play to win the game. Now look, let's be real. Again, does LSU need the this weekend starting nine to beat Southern? No. Do they need it to beat Northwestern? No. You know other teams that are far superior, inferior to them. No. Texas.
0: Matt, I don't know if you saw him this weekend. I don't know if you saw him this weekend, (laughs) buddy. Listen, they had—I don't—and look, I troll Texas all weekend long. They got a bad look at the draw in some of this, right? Like,
1: yeah, but like they're not a terrible—not
0: at all, not at all. Look, they got beat by Arkansas three to two, and then they play Missouri, which, by the way, just gonna throw this out there. Team out of the East that nobody's talked about that looked pretty damn good this weekend, Mizzou. So, and yep. then obviously Vandy put it on them, but Vandy ran all over them.
1: So, I just always look like LSU is one of those teams with their schedule, especially this year, even though you're not playing Vanderbilt, their SEC schedule
0: is gets, favorable.
1: It, it, you know, it gets them the benefit of the doubt in a lot of conversations if they should ever be on the bubble. You know, oh, we took two or three here. Oh, We took, you know, blah blah. You know, Jay Jay said that last year when they were, um, you know, when that great narrative was coming around whether LSU would host or not. You know, those were those were oh, fun times. Oh God! Oh, yeah, God. Those, those those were fun times. Um, <laughs> and it, it, but but of course, Jay is going to do his due diligence as a coach and he's going to make a case for it. But like, if you have a win against Texas like that, could be like, mm, okay, all right. You know? Think a big, about, and,
0: that's a big non-conference on-the-road win if you get it.
1: I mean, I don't know what...
0: They don't have anything else like that in the midweek.
1: They don't, they don't have uh, anything else. You
0: I know, mean, they, and really and truthfully, Matt, their non-conference isn't that terribly strong either.
1: No, it's it's awful. I mean, right. we can say it's terrible. I mean, this weekend, um, Sam Houston State's going to be scrappy. i Iowa's in the Big Ten. Big Ten baseball outside of maybe Michigan and Ohio State every other year is... By the ed- way, did
0: you see Texas State put up 24 runs on Northwestern?
1: Bro, I mean, it's Northwestern.
0: I know, but Matt, what's the, North- who's the worst Northwestern- who's the worst
1: team in the SEC? Which Northwestern are you talking about?
0: I'm talking about, like, Mike Greenberg, Northwestern. I'm talking about, like... Um, I, I mean, I don't know.
1: Because I I, that's I refer.
0: I'm to talking North about West. Stuart Scott Northwestern. I'm talking about Chicago Michael Wilbon Northwestern.
1: Because I say that here, people think I'm talking about. You know, oh, uh, uh,
0: I don't. I let me tell you something. You remember the whole night 2019 week when LSU played Northwestern? You know, obviously, I played Southeastern. We hate North. I don't. I don't ever refer to them. I call them the the, the other opponent. I'm never gonna ever reference Northwestern State as long as I live, ever. I think they stink. I think their mamas stink. I think they got, you know, I just think all of them look like ass. I think if you go to Northwestern State and you get a degree, good luck for you. You ain't got no teeth. That's how much I don't like them. It's kind of like how you, you know, the Spiders don't like some other people, you know, Richmond. You know, I'm just like.
1: No, we're, we're very friendly. We, we, we Matt, welcome.
0: I've heard you talk about how your disdain for other teams. Spare <laughs> me. If you don't want me to screenshot some of our text messages about other programs and post on Twitter, I think you'll stop.
1: No, I like I, I don't have disdain, like obviously VCU is our rival and every year that I was there, like UVA was top five in the country, won a college world series, like all that stuff. So we're supposed to hate them. But like I don't have I just also have noticed something in Louisiana, like you, especially media people that are from Louisiana, y'all got some weird hills to die on. Like y'all got some weird like you should hate nickels like that. Oh, I hate like, nickels.
0: You, I hate nickels. Yeah,
1: but you shouldn't hate, like, uh, oh, Northwest. That's like me saying, uh, oh, you know, DeVry University just really, <laughs> get my ears just in a tizzy. Like, that's just the most random thing you could ever say. Like, why of all the teams in the Southland, you hate Northwestern? <laughs> um, Like, hate Lamar. You know, I wouldn't want to live in Blomont either. Like, I, you no, know, let me tell you something. Here, here's
0: my Southland Conference hate list. You ready? I'll go Nichols one. I always hate Nichols. It has to be one. Northwestern State two. Stephen F. Austin was three. Sam Houston State was four. Uh, but you gotta remember Lamar wasn't Lamar didn't really wasn't that big of a thing when I was in school. Like they kind of really were ass. Um I tell you what, the only team that it was okay because they I just think they're so dumb and inbred,
1: Central Arkansas was okay. <laughs> okay, but like okay, but I'm saying I'm Matt, I'm they say- played a
0: banjo at halftime. I'm not joking. The University of Central Arkansas had a band playing at halftime and they had a banjo, and it was the funniest like thing I'd ever seen.
1: I think that's actually awesome.
0: Uh it's also stereotypically true that they literally had dudes that went duck hunting at nine AM and came to the football game at seven.
1: Well, yeah, I mean look, you can't. You can't. Look. Look, it, Arkansas, you can't fault them. You know, they speed date at family reunions. So you can't really fault them for a whole lot. All right. We're going <laughs> way down the rabbit hole here. Okay. It's just it's just one of those states where you got to give them like, hey, they're just not like us. All right,
0: considering I've been in here for an hour and a half, I'll end it with you here. Um, did you see my Jane Daniels? videos today
1: i did
0: i did bryce young personally requested him to be there with him thoughts i mean you got thoughts
1: what's that held the ball too long (laughs) (laughs) didn't like it man i can't i can't you just
0: you make my comment section turn on things and now it's going to be nothing but a debate all the live long day
1: held the ball too long that's what that's what i really wanted to quote tweet just be like looks good but held the ball too long
0: mike scarborough says what in the worldwide of sports is going on in here
1: mike scarborough mike scarborough (laughs) What what a guy what a guy
0: Claude says, "At Matt, are you hating on Virginia State hey, University?"
1: Let me tell you. Uh, former, let's see. Former, uh, if that is actually a Virginia State University alum, go Trojans. Mm, didn't think I didn't think I knew. I know about my HBCUs. Don't 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 hate. Former Richmond head football coach. Um, oh God! Now you're putting me on the spot coach there he left richmond and went to virginia state oh god what's his name stop i'm at a computer hold on hold on hold on on. uh no (laughs) (laughs) hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna i know whoever that person is don't don't write it in
0: okay well clyde i guess we need the jeopardy music dude um
1: no he's at uh damn it i hate when this happens uh, I mean, we're just waiting for Car- you. He's a Yeah. Your world. Don't yeah. Mind, your right. world, Matt. We just live in it. Uh, Latrell Scott. That's it. He's in East Carolina now. Okay. He coached at Virginia state. Great guy in, uh, Petersburg, Virginia, I believe. Go Trojans.
0: He let it. He really left an imprint on you, Matt. It took you 45 minutes to remember his name.
1: Hey dude, you know how many coaches I've like come in contact with in my career. I mean, you know I'm what? just saying, I'm just saying, Matt. I'm just saying. Just just for that, I'm going to get you Northwestern State bed sheets and send them to your house.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that. Mike Scarborough says, you buy a jacket like Matt Trent and it comes with a free bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know.
0: Oh, gonna, shit. Gonna, Here, we gonna go. keep, Here we I'm, go.
1: Here we go. I'm going to keep this PG because, you know, Mike's uh, – Mike's got his first girlfriend since the Reagan administration, so, <laughs> so I know he's feeling really. <laughs> but we'll see, we'll see, we'll we'll start screenshotting some of Scarborough's <laughs> oh, out. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! Jesus Christ!
0: Oh! All right, Matt. What time are you going on? Are you going on air tonight?
1: No, I've already done. I did a, oh. uh, just a recap of today. Um. And uh, yeah, big big Corey's anchoring tonight. I'm watching, I've got this horrendous All Star game from Salt Lake on.
0: I not. I'm the only thing that I cared about was watching McClung going off last night. You know how about that? How about that? He's what played two games. Well, if you don't remember, Matt, I mean, he played against LSU last year. I Remember Is at it Texas SEC. I mean, he he. If people forget that he had the under under the rim like dunk, and I mean. I, Dude's been dunking on people all the time. I, I thought it was a really good one. I mean, who was the guy that had his elbows in the rim? Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said, Pause. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, Gate City, Virginia. Native. Fun fact. Virginia guy. Virginia boy.
0: See, have you been seeing on Twitter that the, that the state of Tennessee and the state of Virginia is, like, battling for this? Have you seen this? For what? Um, hold on, hold on. Now you're gonna sit here and wait for me because this is the last thing we're talking about. Hold on,
1: McClung. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on. You have a very top tier Google face. I want to let you know it's it's like very serious, but it's sly too. I can't tell you if you're looking up like Mac McClung stats or like backdoor busties on. <laughs> <porny>. <laughs>
0: Dude, you have serious issues, Matthew. Backdoor is
1: busties. What is a ZJ?
0: <laughs> what oh well, first off, what is a ZJ?
1: You don't know, you can't afford it.
0: Oh, uh, I can't afford it. Alright, so I don't know how to scroll this in. Hold on, poo. He said control plus. Alright. So apparently, if you can see here on his Wikipedia. It says that he is from Kingsport, Tennessee.
1: He was he was probably born there, but okay. he went to high school in Gate City, Virginia.
0: Oh, okay. Well, and I mean, he went, they're and fight he, they're fighting for the right of who who owns the white man.
1: Yeah, but then but then I think he went didn't he go to Georgetown first before Tech?
0: Yeah, I think so. Something like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah, but yeah.
0: right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Damn. I don't know. I've got a. I've got a lot of. I I saw. Let's put it this way: when a white guy, when a white guy wins the dunk contest, there are some all-time memes, as I'm sure you can imagine.
0: Uh. On that note, I'm out. Happy Black History Month. As our producer, Pooh Bear. How about?
1: How about? (laughs) Well, no, I'm not gonna say that either. I'll get. I'll get canceled in a heartbeat. I'm not gonna say that. Hey, go go, Tigers! Uh, great start to the weekend. Um, yeah.
0: Goodbye, Matthew. Have a good Have a good day. I hey, see you guys. All right, that's Matt Trent, WBRZ. All right, I was going to talk about this Jane Daniels thing. Actually, I think we're going to just postpone that until tomorrow, along with the basketball update, because this has been a good show and we've been here about an hour and twenty minutes. So we'll just go ahead and call it a night. All right. Pooh Bear and them are live in 12 minutes over at the Golden Boot Pod. Go over there and subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff on YouTube. Golden Boot Pod. Until tomorrow, knuckleheads, we'll see you soon. Peace out, Girl Scouts.